Hello, and welcome to Swallows on the Wire, a podcast where I explore slowing down and taking time to really notice the nature that is all around us. I invite you to join me as I delve into the fascinating joys of the natural world and all it gives us if we stop for a moment and pay witness to its wonders. In this episode, I take a look at the small wild in my weekly diary from the 24th to the 30th of January 2022. Monday the 24th of January. Song thrush in pre-dawn light. Not quite in full song, but finding his voice, trialling new sounds and repetitions. It is grey and cold, and everything looks washed out and drab at first glance. The large Chilean potato plant has come to the end of its life. It once sported a mass of small green leaves and delicate purple flowers with centres of yellow. And then the winds took it. Blown and battered, we found it fallen, broken. Branches cracked and splintered, revealing the life within. Today we take it down, dead wood breaking at light touch, removing the old for the new. In small brown envelopes, there are treasures, seeds collected from last year. They rattle within and the sound evokes excitement and hope. Spilled into open palms, the tiny parcels of life are thrown with memories of wildflowers past and dreams of those to come. Tuesday the 25th of January. No colour, no movement. A complete stillness and barren feel to the day. Drab, cold, damp. Empty fields look abandoned by life and the sky desolate without wing or feather to disturb currents of air or cloud. Despite the stillness, there is evidence of life happening. The soft furry buds of magnolia stand out in pale green. From a distance, myriad tips pointing upwards. Tight fists of packed and self-enveloped camellia buds round and secretly holding within the light pink petals that will come. Twists of tulips poke up above ground, sturdy green forebears to solid blocks of colour. These bulbs have awakened, time and warmth beckon them as they push through the soil. To walk the garden is to see tiny promises, eyes dart and search and are not left wanting. Wednesday the 26th of January. A breeze wends through old dried leaves on a tree, sounding like the chilling vibrations of wind through a ship's rigging. Claws of old twigs lie covered in lichen on soft, muddy ground. Fanned bare branches are held aloft against a washed-out sky, pale blue, white and grey softness. Light sits behind but can't quite break through. Corvid calls fill the air. Layers of brown oak leaves cover paths. Great tits call in the distance, while blue tits, robin and blackbirds rustle in trees and undergrowth closer by. A thick cloud of small insects fly in a whirl above a stream. Catkins hang from hazel, lambs' tails of green 
Fresh tracks from tractor tyres are deep and dark around field edges. Mud churned into slanted grooves, flint and stones revealed. There is blue beyond twisted and curled branches high above. An old stand of teasel with nine heads, bows and bends, its arched back stretched and aching with age. Many others have lost their heads completely in decay. Long-tailed tits flit together, pack birds, small and beautiful, pink, white and black. A squirrel crosses my path. As I walk home, the sun finally breaks through and lifts my heart and warms my back. Thursday the 27th of January. Up with a bright crescent moon on a black sky. The slightest hint of dark cloud shapes are almost lost, indistinguishable from the night. There is a corona of hazy light which bleeds out into the darkness. Thin strips of cloud streak across the moon, creating an iconic supernatural scene. On opening curtains, a pale face meets our gaze. One of the neighbour's white homing pigeons sits on the windowsill and peers in. The day turns bright, blue and green with yellow in between, sky, field and a layer of sun, but a bitterly cold wind blows. Mum, sister one of four and I walk to the river, over the old red brick bridge on which green mosses and lichens have claimed home. The water is high but does not break bank. We pass the small holding where goats, chickens and guinea fowl roam the banks and are curious at our presence. We stand at a picnic bench, too cold to sit, but warm our faces turn to the late afternoon sun. A birthday meeting, with cake. We are not alone. A large gaggle of geese spot us from the river. Huge white bodies, some marked with grey and brown. A cry goes up from orange beaks and long necks are turned our way. And they come, slow and sure, in pretense of grazing grass but in reality a stealthy advance. Closer, closer, nonchalant sidling, twenty, perhaps thirty of them. When they realise that no treats are forthcoming, they retreat with loud honking back to the river. On a path, a fallen splay of twig, yellow and grey with lichen, forms the shape of a stag's antlers. From my window, I watch a storm of rooks in the distance as they swarm and circle together over treetops. A communal flight before a land to roost, black bodies against purple light. Friday the 28th of January. A shouting of sparrows fills the air of a hidden morning. The field opposite can barely be seen. Trees, only shadowy, vague shapes. Fog has claimed the land. Pale pink sits behind, giving the sky a cherry blush. There is a thin sliver of a ghost crescent moon. Ice and frost have come to lay down once more on grass and ponds and car windscreens. 
The bird feeder is busy with the usual suspects. Robin, blue tits, sparrows, starling and blackbirds. A chaffinch makes a more restrained and uncommon appearance. Sitting first in the spindly basket of weeping crabapple tree before tentatively investigating the ground. Dunnock comes in disguised among the sparrows, but keeps its own company about the patio. As the day begins to draw away and light retreat, the sky becomes an intricate paint-by-numbers with complicated layers and swirls of soft pinks, purples and blues. It is a gentle setting that imperceptibly melts into night. Saturday the 29th of January A bright crescent moon dips its lower point into cloud, surrounded by pinpricks of starlight. In dark light before dawn break, there is a gentle soughing of wind. A bank of cloud sits with the sun behind, glowing. In an island of blue sky, it resembles a sandbank at sea's edge. The wind has returned. Dried leaves are sent skittering and tumbling along roads. Brilliant flashes of brightness appear between fast-moving clouds. Tendrils of hair are whipped against foreheads and cheeks. Coats are either blown open or wrapped tighter around huddling bodies. Gulls soar. They are birds of air and wind and navigate the gusts, rises and falls with sharp precision. Sunday the 30th of January. The first crocus is out. A golden cup of deep yellow nestled in among leaf litter and new green shoots. It is gloriously bright and hot in the sun. But wherever sits in shadow, there is still ice. Water bowls are frozen over and give a satisfying crack when broken. I can hear church bells in the distance. Sound carried over blue skies. A buzzard glides serenely over, cooling and mewling. A subtle change in shape of wing and down and fast it moves. There is intent and it disappears beyond a tree line. Starlings are vocal. Clicking, chattering, wheeling, they perch and squeak from rooftops. Sparrows bluster in and out with the sound of multiple wing beats whirring. A cluster of snowdrops sit at the base of a rose. White pendants of heads hanging. I am tempted to clear away leaf litter from around new shoots and yet I do not trust that there won't still be cold and ice to come. I shall wait a while longer. For now though, in the sun it is warm and with birdsong all around me and echoing above my head and from every tree. It feels like spring. I stand in the doorway of the greenhouse, 23 degrees Celsius within the glass. I close my eyes and I could smell green life. The land stirs. Thank you for listening to Swallows on the Wire. You can follow Swallows on the Wire on Instagram at Swallows on the Wire or follow more of my works by visiting my website jenny-may.com.